0: a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30am in the Delancey Elam Church building at the Bank St. Sampson's in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk going to read the passage in Acts chapter 2, um, which I know we've been looking at over the last couple of weeks, about the day of Pentecost. Um, so let's just have a little look at that again. Acts chapter 2. We'll Just read the first few verses. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. At the time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. Okay, I want us to, um, like I said, continue just to look at the work of the Holy Spirit over the next few weeks. (laughs) Um, I know that last week Tim shared about the day of Pentecost. I wasn't here, but I did watch it online, so I was able to see that. And uh, he was speaking about engagement with the Holy Spirit and and walking with the Holy Spirit. And he was trying to stress the importance of saying to us, yeah, it's for everyone. Um, What Jackie was saying today was so important is that it is for everyone. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to us all in the same way. Okay, so we're going to look a little bit closer at that and and living our lives dependent on the Holy Spirit, not just a one-off thing. And the question I think we need to ask ourselves is this, do we know, do we know the person of the Holy Spirit? Do we really know the person of the Holy Spirit? We know God the Father, okay, we're quite familiar with God our Father, God our Father in heaven, I think we're quite familiar with Jesus as our friend. We've been singing about that this morning, about Jesus, a friend of mine. So we're kind of familiar with Jesus as the friend who walks with us. But the Holy Spirit? Sometimes the Holy Spirit can be that third person of the Trinity that seems a little bit more mysterious. A little bit like, ooh, who, who's the Holy Spirit? We get God the Father and God the Son, Jesus. But the Holy Spirit can be a bit of a mystery. There's different types of uh, levels of knowing people, isn't there? You can know people at certain different levels. There's the type of knowing somebody where you know about them, but you might not necessarily know if they walked in the room. I had that experience this week. I was chatting with somebody in town and someone else came up. And uh, that person I was chatting to introduced us. And this woman said, "Um, oh, yes, I've heard about you. Now, when someone says that, you go, oh, okay, I'm not sure that's a good thing or a bad thing, but she had no idea who I was, what I looked like, but she'd heard about me, okay? I don't know what that that means, really. I didn't ask. And then there's the knowing someone, isn't there, where you just kind of, you do know who they are and you know what they look like. They're more of an acquaintance, maybe. Um, and then there's the people in your life that really, really know you, okay? Your family and your friends that, like, just know who you are, all right? That you don't even have to say anything and they know what's going on in your mind, okay? They can see it. They finish your sentences. Um, sometimes that's a great thing. <laughs> sometimes not so much. But, no, it is. It's great to be known by people, to be really known. I want to ask that question, on what level do we know the Holy Spirit? If we were thinking about that level that we have with other people and our relationship with other people, Where would we put ourselves in how well we know the Spirit of God? On what type of level? I don't mean God the Father or Jesus the Son, but the Spirit as the third person of the Trinity. Perhaps sometimes we can see the Holy Spirit as the more silent member of the Trinity. Perhaps we can see the Spirit, and when we think of the Holy Spirit, we think of the one who gives gifts, Okay, Because it speaks about the, in the Bible about the Holy Spirit giving us gifts, which is amazing. Gifts of all sorts of different things. But sometimes when we think about that, if we're honest, it's like, okay, well the Holy Spirit gives gifts. But um, sometimes it seems like it's a bit random. It's like who gets the gifts and then what gifts they get. And I, I've been wanting this gift, but that person's got it. And, you know, that sort of thing. Okay, so sometimes we, we know the spirit gives gifts, but sometimes it can be a bit of a mystery as to how those gifts are really given and who they're given to. Perhaps we see the spirit as someone who visits for a moment, comes in great power, comes into one of our services, perhaps on a Sunday morning or wherever it is, and we'll experience the spirit, we'll have a great time, but then he's gone. It's almost like we have a moment, but then he vanishes gone somewhere else. I don't know if you're a little bit like that, but sometimes we can sort of think of the Spirit in those ways. And at the heart of who we are as Christians, as Pentecostal Christians, I would imagine that we want and we desire to really encounter God to really meet with God, to really hear God speaking into our lives so that God really transforms us and transforms the situations that we're in and all sorts of things. We really want to meet with God. And of course, we should have this expectation. But this expectation should be of the Holy Spirit. Yes, God the Father obviously is involved in our lives. Yes, Jesus the Son is involved in our lives. They will speak and they will transform and they will change us. But our expectation should be that daily, daily, we are walking with the Spirit and the Spirit is speaking to us daily, transforming our lives, not just at a one-off moment, one-off service. But is this the expectation that we carry around with us? Are we expectant for the Spirit to move daily in that way or is our expectation decreasing? Is it limited to a moment? to a time perhaps within a church setting, in the church building, at an event. Today, as I think you did last Sunday, we're going to give the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to move, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be baptised with the Holy Spirit. But that's not just a one-moment thing. The Spirit is wanting to be with us day in, day out, Walking with us, speaking to us, transforming us. He's not just the giver of gifts. The Holy Spirit isn't that elusive guest at the party. You know what it's like when you go to a party. Some of us might be thinking that was quite a distant time ago, um, but when you go to a party and when you go to a party and you really—this might even be more distant—but you really fancy somebody. Okay. I don't know if you've ever had this experience. But when you go to a party and you really fancy someone, and you're at the party and you're waiting for that person to arrive, yeah? and you're there and you're thinking, is this person going to come? Are they going to turn up at the party? And you're sort of waiting with anticipation. You keep looking at the door, thinking, are they going to come through any moment? Because I'd like to chat with them, I'd like to dance with them, I'd like to have a moment with that person that I really like. But then they turn up. And all you can do is stand in the corner like a little, you know, quivering wreck, dry mouth. There's no way you're going to ever speak to that person because they're like, oh, they're out there. They won't want to speak to little old me. And so you just stand just looking and, you know, everyone else is speaking to this person. The Holy Spirit isn't like some elusive party guest that will just turn up and not be bothered by you and not be concerned about speaking to you and then go again. That's not what the Holy Spirit is like. Spirit is not making one-off appearances. He's not far off with little time to notice us. Being filled with the Spirit means that we constantly, we daily have this closest friend, this closest friend, this comforter, someone that we can't even possibly imagine. That's who we have. Too often I think our expectation of the Holy Spirit has been to experience him perhaps in the one-off moments, once in a while, now and again, when I perhaps go to a church service, will really feel the Spirit move, and I'll experience him then. I'll experience the Holy Spirit speaking through other people, but the Holy Spirit isn't going to use me, isn't going to speak through me. Why would he speak through me when he can speak through somebody else who's clearly better than I am? Sometimes that stuff goes through our mind. It's that feeling of being at the party on our own. And so because we don't expect it, we stop listening. And we don't hear what the Spirit is saying. Our expectation is limited. How many of us, truthfully now, okay, got up yesterday and expected the Spirit of God to speak to us yesterday as we got up and to work in our lives the same way that we did this morning? You might be thinking, well, I didn't this morning either, but I mean... (laughs) I mean, on a Sunday, sometimes on a Sunday, we just get up and we expect more because we're coming to the service. So we kind of come with a little bit of expectation to think, oh, God's going to speak to me today because he'll speak to me through the worship songs or he'll speak to me through the, the, the preach. And we have that expectation perhaps and that excitement that the spirit of God will move. But it's not just about a Sunday, is it? We should be waking up yesterday with that same expectation because the Spirit is in us and in our lives and wanting to speak to us. It's it's not a problem in itself to be expectant on a Sunday. I'm great. I want us to be expectant on Sunday. That's amazing. We need to be, but not more so than any other weekday when we get up. Now I have to admit, when I was working in the real world, um, in as a school teacher. Uh, I didn't always spring out of bed, well I never sprung out of bed, but I, did, I, I didn't always spring out of bed expecting the Spirit of God to speak to me in that day. You know, you get up, you do your routine, you go off to work and, you know, and you don't always expect that. So really you go about, I'd go about my daily day, my daily day, my day, and not really be listening necessarily to what the Spirit might want to say to me. Not being open to hear God speak into my life. When you're expectant, when you're expecting something, you will listen. When you're expecting something like um, the postman to deliver a parcel, if you're at home waiting, you're listening out, aren't you? You're expecting someone to come round and pop in for a cup of tea. You're listening out for them. Have they arrived yet? Because you're expecting something's going to happen, so you're listening. If you're not expectant, then why bother listening? On a Sunday in here, we listen. We're more in tune to maybe what the Spirit is going to say to us here because we've come and we're expectant. But I want to suggest that actually every day, every day, we should have that same expectancy for the Spirit of God to speak. And when we're expectant, then we will listen and we will open up our our hearts and our minds and our ears. The Spirit constantly is with us. Constantly with us, he's our friend, our closest friend, and he wants to speak. The Holy Spirit's not just some sort of force flying around, it's not some sort of liquid floating around. You might be thinking, Yeah, of course, he's not. I know that. But sometimes I used to think that, so I just sort of go from my own experiences and think, Well, I'll share them with you. When I was young, I, I was convinced the Spirit was a liquid. I don't know why, but I, just, I think it was because people used to use analogies, and sometimes the analogy that they used, I'd sound quite confusing. They were trying to be helpful, and they were trying to explain it, and I get that, and, and now, as I'm a bit older, I get it, but when I was younger, I used to be a little bit confused. It used to be used examples like filling up a car at the petrol station, and um, I'd say, you know, if your car runs out of petrol, it's not going to move, so you've got to keep going back to the petrol station to fill it up, so that you don't run out of petrol. I'd be thinking, right, okay, so I might run out of the spirit. But I thought the spirit was always in me. Or you use the, the, uh, the bucket analogy. You know, you've got a lit- holes in your bucket, so when you pour the water in, the water's going to come out, and so we leak the spirit. I was like, i don't leak leaking the spirit. Where's it coming out? <laughs> What's going on with me? I kind of get it a little bit more now. I get it. But the spirit is always in us. It's not leaking out of us. It's not like that. I think a great example is this. I heard Nicky Gumbel use this example the other day of an old gas boiler with the pilot light. And that pilot light is always on. You know, It's, it's constant in the, in the gas boiler. But it's when you, the heat comes on that the boiler properly goes, fires up, doesn't it, properly. The pilot light's always there, but you've just got to have that. And I guess it, that's a little bit easier for me to understand about the Spirit, that the Spirit's always in me, is there, because when I gave my life to Christ, whoosh, the Spirit came in my life, and I received the Spirit in that way, but we do need to continually tap into the Spirit to keep on with that power of the Spirit. We keep need- needing that refilling, I guess. But it's not because we don't have anything there. It's just we need that constant tapping in to the Spirit so that we keep moving in power. The Spirit of God, he knows us intimately. He knows you intimately. He knows exactly what you are going through. He knows all of your experiences and he knows you know, what your situation is. No, the Spirit doesn't have a body like ours, eyes and feet and all those sorts of things. But the Spirit is the, is the third person of the Trinity. He's our helper. He's got characteristics and he wants to help us every day. And if we just give time and space to listen, we can hear him speaking to us. We need to be expecting for the Spirit to completely transform us and our relationship with God. See, the Spirit is far more than just a moment just a moment here. Far more than just a baptism. Many of us have been baptised with the Holy Spirit. but It's more than that. It's more than a renewed infilling. It's more than the manifestation of gifts. The Spirit is always at work in our lives. And we should be expectant for him to move and to speak and to make ourselves available for that to happen. To tune in. You know, sometimes I think we desire God to move upon us more than we desire to move towards him. Desire God's spirit to come in power more than we desire to get towards the spirit in our obedience and in our time and in our efforts. But the spirit's not silent. The spirit's not inactive. We don't have to just wait for him. We can move as well and he waits for us. When we look at scripture, I just want to quickly show you how the spirit is involved in our lives far more than just with the gifts of just the baptism and over the next couple of weeks i'm going to look at these a little bit more closely but let me just briefly show you um, as i outline these simon do you think you could just flip the slide for me thank you because I don't think there, yeah, that's great, thanks. Let's pause it on that one. So, in the Bible, so this is all coming from Scripture. In the Bible, it shows us that the Spirit gives gifts. And I've just taken some of the passages from different places uh, in Scripture. Okay, gifts of prophecy, gifts of tongue speaking, gifts of um, miracles and teaching, and, and all those different gifts that we have read about in Scripture. Okay, of leadership, of giving, of serving, of healing. So, the Spirit is the gift giver. And some of us might have those gifts. And I was sharing a couple of weeks ago about the gift of tongues and how speaking in tongues can be such a a wonderful experience, an edifying experience to receive that gift. But it doesn't stop there. So the Spirit is there to help us. He's there to help us with our holiness, with being pure and being righteous. And we'll look a little bit more into that. But, you know, we can't... It's hard to stay pure and righteous on our own but the Spirit is there to help us to do that, to be holy because God is holy. The Spirit helps us with the proclamation of the gospel, empowers us to be bold in our witness. He empowers us to be bold with our service. And he blesses us. This is all from Scripture, and we will explore this more, but he blesses us by renewing us, resting on us. The Scriptures say he guards us, sanctifies us, uh, gives us access to God, affirms our adoption as children of God. He assures us all these things that the Holy Spirit does for us in our lives. He guides us when we need wisdom and we need guidance in the situation. The Spirit of God will do that. He unites us together as a fellowship of a unity of believers. He inspires us to love and to praise and, and to be joyful. And he enables us in our worship. He's an amazing person of the Trinity. Do we know him? Do we really know him? And I want us to, st- to try and encourage us as we go in our daily lives to start really tuning in and tapping into what the Spirit has for us and what the Spirit wants to say to us, far more than just here and on a Sunday in the service. He's more than just a gift giver, isn't he? It's more than just a one-off moment. He's our everything. And that's why when Jesus ascended to heaven, the Holy Spirit came to be our companion and our helper, our comforter and our guide. We would be really silly, really silly to do this life, to try and do this life on our own without depending on the Spirit. But, you know, it's important to know this. It's important for us to know that from the moment we give our lives to Christ, from the moment that we gave our life to Jesus, the Spirit of God was in our lives okay he was on our side he was by our side the moment we became a christian ephesians 1:13 says this in him you also when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promised holy spirit isn't that lovely that right from the moment we gave our lives to christ we were sealed with the holy spirit that meant, that means we're safe we're secure like we can't get away from the presence of god because we're his, we're his, we're owned. So we need to know that that the Spirit is in us, from the word go. But Ephesians five eighteen says this: be filled with the Holy Spirit. And in the original Greek, Saint Paul uses here it means the continual present tense to keep being filled, to go on being filled over and over again. I think that's where the car petrol thing came in. I just was worried I'd run out. <laughs> be like, oh. It's gone. Keep being filled because we need to have that continual power within our lives, working in our lives to be all that we can be, that continual infusion of the Spirit. So that's why it is good to give times where we go, yeah, God, just, Spirit, just fill me again. I have you, but I just need that, that extra. Just fill me again. And so we'll give the opportunity to do that in a moment. And we're just going to simply pray this. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. Just come in my life. And as we do that, as we receive the Spirit, all it is is a pouring of God's love, pouring of God's love into our hearts as we receive that. Sometimes there's physical manifestations when people receive the Spirit. Sometimes people laugh. Sometimes people cry. But that's not always the case. Sometimes gifts are given and people speak a word of prophecy. Or tongues, but not always. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes people are given an empowerment to go and evangelize, or a deeper love of the Scriptures. But that's not for ev- that might not be for everyone. Who knows how the Spirit will turn up in our individual lives? Let's not limit Him. Let's be excited to see what the Spirit will do. And as Jackie just shared before, it's that continual unfolding of what the spirit is doing in our life not just for this moment but as we go through our daily life about what the spirit is going to do what the spirit is going to take us into and how he's going to reveal himself to us sometimes the spirit of god comes in massive big ways sometimes it comes in really small ways and in the small things but it's not just for a moment because he's our constant companion on this journey of life that we're all trying to muddle our way through yeah So, like I said, in a moment, we're just going to pray that simple prayer, come Holy Spirit, into my life. But don't let doubt stand in the way. Luke 11 says this, And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. This passage of Scripture is directly in reference to the Spirit of God. Um, sometimes people say to me yeah well I'm asking for this and it says if I ask I'll receive I'm like mm. <laughs> depends what you're asking for okay? I think it means directly here about the spirit anyone who asks for the spirit will be given the spirit you will receive you will find if you seek the spirit so don't doubt don't let doubt you know, get in the way or the spirit isn't going to come to me no, spirit's for us all Don't let fear stand in the way. Later on in Luke 11, it says, What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, that's evil lot, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You know, if we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will the Father give to us? He doesn't want to give us bad things. There's nothing to be scared of or afraid of or worried about. He wants to give us good things. The Holy Spirit wants to bless us and give to us. And don't let inadequacy stand in the way. Sometimes we think we're not good enough. Oh, if you saw my life, this is what we think. If you could see how I was or how I acted then or did this, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. No, we're not. But Jesus makes us worthy. And so don't let inadequacy stand in the way. I'm not mature enough in my faith. The Spirit is for all of us, wherever we are, whatever journey we're on. The Scriptures don't um, say a specific person. It just says this, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? It doesn't say to those who ask him this, this, this. Just those who ask him. That's anyone. That's all of us. I pray that we'll be open to receive the Spirit this morning and to not just think of that as just a one-off moment, but to take the Spirit with us and, and to continue to be open to hear what the Spirit is saying to us all the time, wherever we are. I feel like I'm on a real journey about listening to the Spirit and making more time. And I know that's because I'm in a very privileged position of having this job. So it helps. (laughs) I know what it's like in the crazy world when you've got loads going on in your life. But sometimes I've realised how unaware I am of the Spirit. How I just muddle through the day with no thinking maybe about what the Spirit might be saying to me. And I want to say, Spirit of God, would you come in my life? Because I really need to hear from you all the time. I want to be open. Whatever I'm doing, wherever I am, I want to be open to hear from you so that I can be a blessing to other people, so that I can change the atmosphere, so I can see transformation. I want to be expectant. I want to get up every morning and expect to hear you speak to me and say something to my life. And he can do that with all of us. Nobody is outside of that. It's for all of us. I'm going to just put on a track, and Jonathan's just going to play that for me. And it's just about the Holy Spirit and about the presence of God. And I just want us to pause for a moment. And I finished earlier to make sure we can do this. So we're just going to listen to this for a moment. And I pray that you will pray. In your heart, come, Holy Spirit, come. Simple prayer, just a simple prayer. Let's stand together for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we thank you that you sent your spirit to earth. You sent your spirit to be our helper and to be our guide and to be our counsellor. You sent your spirit to fill us so that we would be able to walk and we could be able to stay strong in you. Your spirit is here for us to enable us to be everything that we can possibly be in you. To give us purpose. To empower us in our witness. To empower us in our service. Father God, we just are so sorry for the times when we don't tune in. When we don't listen to what your spirit is saying. But God, today we want to come and we want to say, we want to be people who walk with the spirit. We want to be people who, who journey on this life in tune with what your spirit is saying to us. God, we don't want to settle for just an ordinary life. We want the extraordinary. We want to be moving in the things of you. We read about it, we see it, Lord, and we want to move in those things because we want to be so close to the spirit of you, God. Thank you that you love us and that you're for us and you're not against us. God, I pray that we would just have hearts and minds to hear you and to be open and to step out and to be bold and courageous. In you. Holy Spirit, would you move in our lives? Would you move in my life? Spirit, I want to I want to know you more. I want to I want a deeper level of intimacy with you. I want to know you more. I want to have a new love for your word, God. I want to have a new excitement about the lost, being saved and transformed. I want a new passion for worship and for service. I want to see people the way you see people, Lord. I want to love people the way that you love them. I want to behave and respond in the way that you would. I want to live my life in a place of holiness and righteousness and purity in the way that you did. And Spirit of God, would you help us and enable us to do that? We can't do it on our own. But Spirit, you're with us and you said you would guide us and help us. So Spirit, we're here today. We said come. Holy Spirit, come. Help us. Guide us. Excite us. Again, for the things of you. And would you bless us with new things and new gifts. Holy Spirit, you are very welcome here. Very welcome here in my life, in our lives. You're very welcome. I don't want to shut you out, Spirit. I want everything in my life to crowd you out. I don't want that. The Spirit of God, come. The prophecy in Joel said that God would pour out his Spirit on all people on the young and the old, men and women, on all people. It's for all of us. Let's sing together. And you might just be comfortable to, to be where you are and just pray to God on your own. But you might want to come out to the front and be prayed for. It doesn't matter, the spirit is the same wherever we are in this building. But if you would like to be prayed for today, then please come forward. We'd love to pray with you. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, we'd love to pray with you. Just had this picture of whilst we were praying about and it was just somebody who was stood at the, almost like just at the edge of something and just looking out over the land in front of them. And the land in front of them was vast. And in some areas of that land, it was beautiful. And it was sunshine and it was lovely. And in other areas of that land, it was dark and it was stormy and it was was mountainous and it was difficult and it was like this just a a real different landscape to look out and everything within just wants to go towards the the sun and the loveliness but actually ahead in in that landscape of all the, the good and the bad was what you'll have to walk through We all want to be in the sun. And some of you might be walking into that mountainous, stormy path right now and going, I wish I wasn't here. But that person who was stood at the edge was looking at it, standing there alone, overwhelmed by what was ahead. but I just saw another person there next to them crouched down next to them and that person put out their hand and said just hold on to me just hold on to me no you 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 don't want to face this alone no but hold on to me because I'm going to take you through this through the ups and the downs through the good and the bad I'm I'm going to hold on to you just don't let go of me I'm to, I've got you just the spirit wants to come alongside you and the spirit just wants to say just hold on to me I've got the strongest hand I've got the strongest grip what you see in front of you could be painful it could be difficult it might be hard but hold on to me I'm not going to let you go don't let me go I'm not going to let you go I've got you it's going to be okay because I've got you and I have sealed you when you gave your life to Christ the spirit says I sealed you you are mine and I own you going to let you go. I will not abandon you. Father God, I I pray that picture just into whoever's life, whoever it is that needs to hear that right now. I just pray that over them and I pray they might go away from this morning knowing how close your spirit is and your spirit has a hold of them it's the strong hand of God it's a strong grip you can't be taken you can't be snatched out of that because he's got you he's got you Beautiful Lord, wonderful Saviour. How we love you. Let's just close with one more song. Thank you, Lord. As we close, just let's make it our prayer. We're going to go out expectant. For the Spirit to speak and move. Amen. This is a free download from Delancey Eden Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10:30 am in the Delancey Elam Church building, at the Banks, St. Sampson's, in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us, or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Elam Church. For more downloads or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk.